everyone. Welcome back to Rock Your Socks Off. I'm Norma. And I'm John. Thanks for joining us, and we're really excited about this podcast. First off, if you enjoy my podcast, please hop on to my website and scroll down to the bottom to subscribe to my emailing list. My goal is to soon start sending out weekly emails for any upcoming shows and performances and hopefully have an email for bands looking for other members and venues looking for bands. And of course, this episode is sponsored by My Own Pocket. If you would like to donate to the cause, you can donate to my PayPal using my email address at info at rockyoursocksoff.com or at my Patreon. That one is patreon.com forward slash rockyoursocksoff. Don't forget, it's spelled R-O-C-K-U-R-S-O-X-O-F-F. First time donations will get a little thank you note and some stickers. Eventually, continued Patreons of $20 or more will get any merchandise from the bands we interview if and when available. Now that all the business is taken care of, let's get to the fun shit. Today, we want to tell you about one of our newest friends, Dean. This guy is one of the coolest guys we know, and the stories he can tell? Man, if you let him, he'll talk your ear off. If he thinks, you'll enjoy it. And I'll tell you, it's worth it. We met him one day at Frankensons in City of Industry. Now, if you're not familiar with Frankensons, it's basically a giant indoor swap meet for nerds. One of our favorite places to go for things nerdy and even for music. So one day, we were walking around, and I had seen this guy with a green mohawk wearing a suicidal tendency shirt. He was selling all these 3D signs that he personally makes, and boy, did my fandom come out so much. So we got to talking about everything that was on display and some band signs that had stood out to me. At some point, Dean mentioned that he used to play and write music for the heck of it. When I started to ask him about it, you can just totally notice how into the stories he was getting. When we sat with him a few weeks later to hear more stories, we were not bored for a second. After realizing that his stories were always amazing, we were smart enough to record our next conversation. I'm going to let him tell it, because I've tried to recreate it, but the rawness of his storytelling is so much better. Now this next part is a recording from when John and I sat down with Dean a few weeks ago. And let me tell you, it really is great. I hope you guys enjoy it. to your pop song on the way over oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to read the lyrics, but he didn't get a chance to. Yeah, the, uh, uh, it's kind of funky in a way. Yeah, that was de- definitely like a like like, funk like sound. Yeah, yeah, and it's totally awesome. different from like the first one you sent me. Yeah. Like which is like awesome. I love that you can like totally switch like, yeah. you know, genre, like not really genres, but you know, you can totally switch yeah. modes right there. Yeah. That's like I was saying, when you write that many songs, it's like, that's years, I mean, from, you know, 25 years of just different styles, you know, different moods, yeah, yeah, yeah. different influences that you go through. Yeah. So, like I said, when I started, it was all, it was just like anger, you know, and I like, I like to write lyrics that were funny. They actually started out to be poems. So I'd write poems, you know, while I'm sitting there running the press, like a punch press machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be writing like, you know, just rhymes. So I call them poems, but you call them rhymes or whatever. Yeah. And then come to find out later on, I have a, like a book, like a notepad full of them. And then I start doing music. And so after like one drunk Saturday, we'll just put the mic in the middle of the floor. We'll record, you know, the drums and the guitar together. And I just write the songs. I just come up with cool riffs or riffs I already had, put them all together. And then once we have that done, then the next like Wednesday or the next Saturday, 
he gives me the mic and I just get drunk and I flip through my lyrics, you know, that they turn into and, yeah. hey, this one goes with this music, so that's how it started. And it was all like, just rah, just angry yelling and stuff. And like, after two years of that, I was just like, calm as a cucumber, you know? <laughs> calm as a cucumber. Yeah. So, cool as a cucumber, whatever yeah. you say, yeah. you know? But I was calm. Right. I was calm as a Xanax. How's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so, it was, uh, it's kind of cool that you can go from like that raw thrash anger, like actual anger, and just get it out of you. And then after that, then you start writing like you, you start just evolving and changing. And you know, then, then it's like instead of like cool riffs and stuff, you're kind of doing like three chord songs, you know, right, right, like kind of like the Beatles style, yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. just going for more of like a, a hook kind of thing, which I never really wrote for a hook. But I guess that's kind of what it is. More of a more of a sing and play yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. kind of nice and chill. And I don't know. But I've got a lot of different styles. I mean, I even tried rap. <laughs> oh, no, that's yeah. great. Yeah. But I did it like as an Urkel kind of rap. You know? oh. So it really is bad. It's, it's <laughs> awful. That's awesome. It was during the 92 riots. Is that 92, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I... Uh, yeah, I did. A, they had a song like that, Whoop, There It Is. Have you ever heard that song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember. That was in high school when that came out. Yeah, yeah so it, it was based on that. And I just made a whole, like, and there was probably about five songs put together into one big old, you know, we had the beat machine. Yeah. I'm just sitting here pressing buttons, making all these sounds and just going <laughs> off. It was pretty, it was fun. I was venting. You know? yeah. And that's a perfect example of a, like a creative outlet, you know, like it's, it, it's, I was actually talking to someone yesterday that's a, kind of helping me out with this too. And that's like one of the most important things to recognize about music, I feel, because a lot of people think that, oh, you listen to metal, you must be like a jerk, you know? And like people are so judgmental. And I've noticed it like when I walk around with this anarchy shirt, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, people don't really know like what the symbol means and it's uh, it kind of sucks because i'll go into a store and i won't get a single high but the person coming in right after me gets like three or four highs and i'm just like why are people so judgmental and it's just like it's 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 like you need to understand before you actually get get to sit there and judge you know and uh but your your lyrics are 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 so cool and like your beats are awesome and i love like the raw sound of your recordings and everything so. It's the arrangement and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, well, I thought the pop song went a little long. Yeah. Actually, it kind of too repetitive. Oh, okay. But, you know, but it was yeah. still a fun. Some people like that one. That's why I sent it to you because, like, a lot of people like it. Did you get the beer song I sent you? I did. I didn't. I couldn't really hear the lyrics very well, but I because I was listening to it on my phone, so oh, okay. I'm gonna try to put it on my radio. It just says like "fuck you" about 50, 80 times. It's, it's, <laughs> that's all I say is just "fuck this, fuck that." Yeah. You know, it's like what the fuck, you know? It was like me venting, like I told you, you yeah. know. But, the intro was kind of like slow and then mm-hmm. like it just like well fuck you like it was <laughs> right. great I was just like oh awesome like I wasn't it was a twist and I wasn't expecting it but it was great yeah that was a fun <laughs> that was a fun one a lot of people when I was selling that CD they liked the beer song yeah you know but but that was like back in the time like that thing is like like now Psycho Stick they got a beer song that's like way better and you know like that's, that's it, when you're telling about it yeah yeah, yeah that's they're a funny band yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, I like like their hokey fucking pokey song. <laughs> like, you know, it's great. I gotta play that for you when 
to get a yeah. car. It's but, fun stuff. But yeah, like, uh, kind of, kind of, can you kind of like tell us how, like how it felt exactly when you were kind of venting out all the music, like after two years, like, you know, what was going on in the two years that like helped you so much to get out of that anger stage? Well, at the time, I didn't realize I was getting rid of the anger. Yeah. It's like, all, honestly, after, and I, I remember thinking, wow, it's been two years doing this, and I'm not angry anymore. It's like I kind of sang it all out. Yeah. Because my lyrics kind of changed, so that's where I noticed it. And, uh, but the reason I was angry to begin with is I've always been the black sheep. And, like, when I was younger, I, I was kind of strickling, like, panic attacks and all that stuff. Yeah, so... I've always been like, uh, you know, kind of like this, you know, like just really jittery. And so I just had a lot of built up anger, you know, like I had to quit high school because of it. Like, cause back in my day, we didn't, they didn't know what the hell a panic attack was, you know? Yeah. So, you know, not, so I just kind of went to alcohol and that just kind of created a monster, you know? So the music, it's like just picking up guitar and learning that by ear and everything and then I met a friend, and we just kind of clicked, you know, so we started recording, and once you start recording, you do one song, you're like, oh, let's do another one, you know, and it just kept, it was just like a Wednesday and Saturday thing, like every Wednesday, every Saturday, and like I said, it just kind of went on, like, just recording the drums and guitars, because I had so many just licks that I, over the years, wrote, you know, had on a little tape recorder, so I had plenty of uh, material. And the lyrics I wrote while I was working, which I didn't know they turned out to be lyrics. But um, to answer your question, I don't know if that does. It's just, I don't know, just screaming all that. I mean, there's a, there was a lot of screaming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you heard, like, uh, I got this one CD that I, I put together myself. It's, like, old school. And, I mean, it's all my favorites, you know, just, like, just yeah. angry, just really fun stuff, you know. And you can just hear me, like, totally getting pissed. And you got to imagine, I'm mean, like, at the time, I'm drinking, so I'm really venting. So, like, it's like, stuff's just coming out, you know? Yeah. I mean, it may not sound great, but I'm venting. So, it's just, I don't know, after two years, I noticed, like, wow, I'm just calm, you know? Yeah. It's like, this shit was cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. And then after that, that's when we started, like, just kind of, you know, getting more into uh, songwriting than just, you know, drunk, you know, crazy chaos, so, which I love the chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like different personalities, too. It's like, I'm very confrontational. I love confrontation. You know, I love getting in the mix. I love fighting. And I, I don't mean, like, fighting, like, out here. I love, like, structured fighting, but I also like chaos. So when I go to a mosh, when I, when I go to a, see a band... It's like my wife. She'll go to Tom Petty, and she'll dance the whole freaking... She'll stand and dance the whole concert of every band that starts until beginning to end. Yeah. But I'm the same way when I hear the music, my kind of music, you know, like thrash, punk, metal, whatever. I'm in the pit the whole time, you know, and I just don't come out of it. I'm just in it, you know. It just makes me want to go just get crazy. I think it's what our music does. Yeah. But I kind of look at it like it does it for me, not for everyone. Oh, they're up to this. <laughs> but 
Oh, and uh, I was I kind of mentioned it to him, but like I wanted you to to touch more on uh, your mom, like how she started singing with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you kind of mentioned it to me that one time, and like that's all we talked about. Like. It was really cool. Um, yeah, all these years, like I knew my mom was talented. Like she's always, I've got my talent from her side of the family, uh-huh. and she's always like been a dancer. I mean, hell, like a stupid note is. She taught me how to ride a stupid unicycle. So I was actually a clown in a parade and stuff, riding a stupid unicycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I was a kid, yeah. I was sitting there riding a unicycle and stuff. But um, it's just she uh, she started doing, you know, doing her church stuff with a choir and this and that. And I'm like, so you, you like singing and this and that? And she, I wrote a song and she came over and we knocked it out. And I was like super impressed, especially how like my mom's kind of... We're totally different to where she, her brain's like a computer. You know, I kind of go on the fly. So when I record, and and for most like people that, that do vocals or anything, instrumental, whatever, if you want to repeat it to record, you need to be like right on. You know, you want to be precise, exact. And for me, every time I sing a damn lyric, it comes out different. You know, my enunciation, whatever, it just starts and stops. So I, I can never get that cool stereo dub, you know. It's always right, right, one's right. off big time, you know. My mom, I can sit there and record her 20 times. And I swear to God, I'll, I'll do 20 different tracks. And I can play all 20 at the same time, and they're they're exact. I mean, to the pitch, to the, to the breath, everything. That's like a computer. That's yeah. like, that's some crazy OCD shit you know what I'm saying yeah. like for real yeah. and so that was that was the cool thing about working with her the bad thing was she's she doesn't have confidence so it's hard to get especially vocals someone that doesn't have like a baboon voice you know so to really project yourself if you don't have the confidence it's just not going to come out it's going to come out sounding like you know what I'm saying yeah so that's my the only thing that sucked about working with her is trying to build her confidence up so the more we kept going the more she'd hear how good it sounded so then she'd come out with more confidence and she started listening to me rather than battling with me like thinking like oh just leave me alone you're picking on me I'm like no I'm trying to make you better like I'm producing her right yeah and uh, that was the hard part but other than that it, we had fun I mean we wrote some stuff that's like uh, I think one of the best ones was like one of those like from the 20s kind of sounding songs you know like that bugle boy oh right yeah. kind of sound you know because she does yeah. harmonies awesome which she used to sing I mean that's where I found out like when I invited her over because she's telling me stories about when she was younger she used to like her and her friends would do harmonies you know like just walking down the street or whatever they just start singing because that's oh, the music wow. they had yeah, back yeah. in the day yeah. you know in her time and I'm like oh shit you know it's like I don't know nothing about harmonies you know yeah. oh, I just know yeah. screaming <laughs> <You know? laughs> really right. so I'm like I'm always looking for a singer because yeah. I cannot sing you know like I said I fake it but I can't sing and she comes out, she got a good voice, and then we kind of did stuff together, and it even brought out better stuff in me, you know, like a different sound, it was pretty cool. Do you have any stuff recorded with her? Oh, yeah. Yeah, send me some of those. Okay. I, I'd love to hear, like, okay. you talk to the way you talk about her, I'm like, I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's a cool chick. She's, like, going to be, uh, her birthday was, uh, it, what is it right now, March? or April. A- April, uh, it'll be May 2nd, she'll be 75. 
Oh, that's awesome. And she is like, I mean, she can run a marathon if she wanted to. She is like super young for her age. Yeah. You know, yeah. And and my grandma and grandpa, her mom and dad were the same way. You know? Yeah. So um, it's cool that like she's not like a, you know, she's a like kind of, I guess you'd say in a stupid way, a down old person, you know? She's cool. Yeah. For, for being old, you know? It's like, yeah. she's cool. So, um, yeah, I like to send to some of that stuff, you know? Yeah, it's up to it's, you. it's some fun stuff. That sounds exciting. Yeah. And, you know, pay it forward kind of thing. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, it just, it's always worked for me, you know? That's awesome. Do you have any good music stories or? Music stories for, like, going out to bands or? Yeah, or anything you could think of that, that might be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You know, off the top of my head, I mean, I a lot of it I heard. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And unfortunately, my friend that we used to go out with all the time that knew all the bands, uh-huh. uh, he's passed away. So, oh, but all I can say is we went to a lot of cool shows. Yeah. I don't remember, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's but cool. yeah, but I've been in a, many a pits of good bands. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there is a... You, weren't you mentioning that, like, the bands that you used to, like, mosh to and, like, they started off small back then and, yeah. like, now they made it pretty big? Yeah, like, uh, my friend's band, uh, he had a band opening for him all the time called System of a Down. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know wow. if you heard of that band. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, after, uh, you know, mosh and when they're playing, I'd go up to uh, Remy or, or the other guy, the guitar player, and... And I tell them, dude, you guys have something. You guys are, are awesome. And I used to get a flyer of all their, you know, when they were going to gig. Uh-huh. And I'd get a flyer in the mail. I was on their mailing list. Oh, nice. So it was really cool to see them blow up, you know. And the same yeah. as, like, uh, Pennywise. Oh, you know? Gee, yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, when, when Offspring came out with that, you know, Keep Separated song right. or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, that blew Offspring up. Yeah. And Pennywise, it's like I had this girlfriend at the time. She uh, she liked going out to places and stuff, which was cool. So we went to the. It was I think Halloween night, and we went to the Queen Mary, and they had oh. like a heavy metal party. Yeah, yeah. And it was so bitchy because at this same night, I'm sitting here. This is a really cool one. Um, I'm drinking beer, and there's these two guys, you know, and it's the guitar player and the singer for Pennywise. Oh, and they're just sitting there, and, and they're getting us free beers, you know? So I'm like, I'm a beer guy, so I'm like, yeah! And they're talking, and they're like, yeah, you know, because I knew Pennywise, you know? I just, you know, I'm not I'm not a groupie, so, like, people, right. you know, it's like, when I see people, it's... Like, like you knew them, the actual guys. Like, yeah, them. well, I mean, I, I met them there, and I knew, yeah. you know, the band, and I've heard their stuff. It's just, I'm right. not, like, when I meet, like, say, if, if uh, like, for my birthday, my 21st birthday, we got a limo went up, like down into Hollywood and we went through a side street and we're all taking a leak on the side of the street across from these apartments and this guy's going up to Harley and I go up to him and as I'm coming up to him it's Judd Nelson and oh, no my way. first thing is hey can I ride your Harley <laughs> <laughs> I got a friend coming up behind me he's all dude you're Judd Nelson dude you're Judd oh, he's making man. a total ass of himself yeah, and I'm yeah. all calm down so Judd can I ride your Harley <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and, and so it's like you know I'm like that you know so yeah, I'm yeah. hanging out with these two guys and uh, and they were cool you know we're having fun but they kept like just crying about oh yeah Pennywise or uh, Offspring they're 
there's sellouts, you know, there's sellouts, blah, yeah, we've been around, yeah. they used to open for us, you know, and then, like, the, the two, the, the two Pennywise guys, oh, okay. yeah, they're just totally bad-mouthing yeah. on them, and then, it's like, like, a year or two later, they come out with Alien, and they fucking blow up, yeah, now yeah. everybody knows who Pennywise is, you yeah. know, because that song Alien was everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, bitches. Now I'm like, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so that night, I told yeah. the I told the guitar player or the uh, the singer, I go, dude, with all this offspring shit, you need to change your name from Pennywise to Penny Winers. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, you get no more free beer. I'm like, I'm oh, just kidding, dude. <laughs> Don't take away my beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but they were they laughed, you know. And I'm like, fucking Penny Winers. I kept calling that the rest of the time. But then we left them and we went downstairs and. Yeah. I just I heard this really cool music, you know, and there's just this band set up, and there's like maybe three or four people listening, and there's this big giant chick, like she's like got to be about six three, she's bigger than me, you know, and she's like big, and she's just you know go moshing in a circle, you know, so I get in there and I'm all moshing with her, having fun, you know. And, uh, you know, I take a break, and I go, and the, the band stops, and I go talk to them, and it's Jonathan from Corn. It's Corn. Yeah. Oh. So they were playing, and it's like we're just standing there, and I'm just bullshitting with them. And, you know, they then they started their setup again and stuff, you know, and we're just sitting there listening to them, and I'm just yeah. going, boy, this this is like System of a Down shit, you know? Yeah. I'm like, this stuff sounds good. You know, oh. but actually, I, the, the Corn was, I think, before... I, I met the System of the Down guys because Corn blew up like you know right after that. Yeah. Yeah, but it was kind of weird. Like I, I mean, they were like there, and it, honestly, they just had their amps set up in this big old like room, like downstairs in the Queen Mary, like some showroom. Was it, is it kind of like adjacent to like the boiler room sort of? Do you, uh, I was yeah. only there once, and that oh, was okay. a really drunk, faded night. Yeah, yeah. So all I remember was it was like, yeah. a, I'd say a basketball course, what I re- think of. Oh, okay. But that's, again, a drunk, yeah, yeah, faded yeah. mind. I just remember that it was like, just there, like, they probably were just playing at a half stacks, you know? Oh, And yeah. each of them had, like, one little thing. And right. I mean, it was literally like a, a backyard band setup, and they sounded real good. And, but there was only like maybe five or six of us sitting there. Everybody else was drinking in the other room, you know, because they had like, uh, you know, DJs and they, they were playing music in there. So it was pretty cool. That's kind of a cool one, huh? Yeah, that, yeah. that's an awesome one. I'm so jealous right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> like, yeah. that was like all my favorite bands, Susan and Alan Quine, like Pennywise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fun stuff. Did one of the, the System of the Down guys, like, I think the drummer, he had like a booth at Frankincense for a while, right? I Selling don't know. Comics? I don't know. I think a friend of mine told me that like a while ago. I know that yeah. they, I uh, have an aunt and my grandma, they lived in Norwalk. Oh, and okay. they have a tire shop that the family owns. Yeah, yeah. And they know all the System of Down guys. Oh. So I used to go there and get my tires like, oh yeah, System of Down. Because, yeah. you know, I told them, yeah, you know, I, I saw them at the, like the Viper Room, you know, like all these different places. Because yeah, yeah. they opened for my friend's band, you know. Uh and his band would have made it big too um, Prong I don't know if you ever heard Prong Prong kind of they had a cool song it was like snap your finger snap your neck it was like really heavy and it was it was kind of cool but that was really their only hit you know Uh, but they were they were kind of big for a while that was like 94 probably hmm. and but they were they were after my friend's band and but Uh, he had a singer from Vegas and the rest of the band was all here and they sounded just like corn style system of down style 
And uh, what happened was the singer was like a total just piece of shit. You know, like just a drama queen, just piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. They they opened it the uh, the Galaxy. Have oh. you guys ever been to the Galaxy? Yeah, in, in Orange County. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great place to see it's a the band. Observatory now. Right? Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good place. It is I mean, a good spot. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. So my friend's band opened there, and uh, I can't remember what band they opened for, but the band let them borrow the PA system for the singer. Yeah. And so they're going off because you know it's it's good violent music, right? Right. And, and they're, they're, he's going off, and then he starts smashing all their equipment. He's like jumping up on top of their like half stacks and yeah. the speakers, the big old PA speakers and everything. Yeah. You know, he's like smashing their mic and he's like jumping off the speakers and they're tipping over. And so after that, he ended up moving back to Vegas and the band dissolved. Uh, and it sucks because that was the whole sound was like yeah. their music. It's like corn. It'd be like corn's music with a different singer. It yeah, just, yeah. we don't know what it'd be like, but you know, yeah, obviously yeah. with my friend's band, nothing worked. So it just dissolved. Nah. It's too bad. Cause I, yeah. I got one of their, their like underground CDs, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they could have been big. They were pretty good. Called Malfunction. Oh, okay. Yes. That's a cool name. Yeah. And and their their album cover was like a... He took a picture of like a tube in the back of a... I think it was like a Marshall stack or something. Oh, like a, like a yeah, you yeah. Know, guitar amp tube. I can't remember what it was, but the, the name of the album was Fuse. It was like oh, their thanks. demo first album, but it had some cool shit. It was really good, good music. Right. It's just too bad. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Man. Yeah, because they were in that time when, you know, like I said, system was down. Like basically, they they were in time before, I guess, right when Corn blew up. They were getting ready to blow up just like that because that's when System Down was opening for them. Uh-huh. So it was like Corn, and then later on, System came out. Yeah. So, yeah, when they came like out with that sugar. Huh? It was like late It was like 94, 95. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I was working at that company, I remember it was specifically, it was 1994. Oh. Yeah. And that's when my friend was, was doing the uh, 93, 94. They were opening for, uh, uh, that's when System of Down was opening for them. Oh. Okay. And then, like, 94, 95 is when they broke up. And that's when System of Down blew up in like, I don't know, like 96. They came up with that sugar. Yeah. You know? Sugar. Yeah. Yeah, and that song just made them. You know? Yeah, they were awesome. And, and the cool thing is, like, because I got, I was lucky enough to have that ear to, like, hear the corn guys, you know, and go, like, dude, you guys have something. And I remember literally talking to uh, Serge, I think his name is Serge Tankian yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the singer for System. He was really cool. The guitar player was kind of standoffish, you know. But uh, the singer, he was super cool. And like, I mean, he actually, he's all, dude, write your stuff down, or I'll even write it for you. You know, we were at the Viper Room, and uh-huh. yeah. and because I told him, you know, Malfunctions, my buddy's band. So I was like, you know, because they looked up to them. Yeah. Because they're opening for him and stuff, you know. So he's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah. Sign this. I'll tell you what, out of every pit I've ever been in, except for like, say, Slayer, we'll put them on the side. <laughs> every pit I've been in that one night at the Viper Room with System of a Down Plane was the hardest pit I've ever been into. Oh, and yeah. every pit I go into, I reverse pit. But I don't raise hands or nothing. I'm just, I just use my body and just tumble people down, you know, because I just, just, you know, not just now because I'm like 300 pounds. But back then, I was like 190 pounds. Right, you know, right. I was like, you know, muscly and whatever. 
but I would reverse pit, and then just the way, you know, I was just kind of good at it, you know, yeah. it was just my thing. Yeah. And But that day, what happened was they had some big old, big, like six foot five, six foot taller than that, you know, skinheads that were in the center of the pit. Yeah. And they picked me out because I was reverse pitting. So they were probably thinking like, oh, look, this guy thinks he's a tough guy. So they would rush every time I'd like, you know, come around one area. It didn't matter which one, but they would single me out. And two of them would come in and just destroy me, you know. And I'd pick myself up and I'd just keep reverse pitting. That was the hard. It was like one of those like battles to where it's like, I'm, I'm about ready to throw yeah. blows with these guys because yeah. they're not being cool. Yeah. But I, it's just me and another, my little friend. So I have no backup. Yeah. So it's like, you know. There's probably like five it, of them. Yeah. More. Yo, there's more than that. Yeah. They, they were like a, a following, like a group. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of like when you go see Suicidal back in the day, you'd have all the yeah. suicidal boys there and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but they were always cool, you know. They didn't, yeah. they didn't care about Mashi. But these guys, they just singled me out. And uh, I'll never forget it. Out of all the, I mean, we're talking like I've been to like every freaking pit, you know. And yeah. this one was like I, I actually left that place hurt, you know, like yeah. hurting. But yeah. but those fuckers didn't get me to stop. That's good. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And and when they got me, it's like an elbow would be released from me too. So yeah, I know yeah. I tagged a couple of them. But <laughs> but it's like man, when you get hit by big boys like that, when you don't see it coming, except you like blindside you, yeah. especially like a couple of them. Whoo, that was pitting right there. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, now I'm talking your ear off. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. I have some of his music downloaded, and it's free to download, or you can donate and choose your price for the track. Dean did tell us that it was his dream to hear a band cover one of his songs you know do something cool with it so if you're interested go right ahead just let us know i'm sure you'd be so stoked and if you happen to make it the frankensons check them out his booth is number 533 don't forget to subscribe and send me flyers bands and performers thanks guys stay awesome we'll catch you next time on rock your socks off see you then